Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession to teach you how to be the most productive version of you possible. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to my live monthly training. On October 16th, I'm going to be talking all about the power and the how of routines. Now, to register, just click the link in the show notes or the banner of my website, MrProductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, MrProductivity.com. On this very special episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast, I am going to share with you a recent broadcast I did on LinkedIn Live. I go live on LinkedIn seven days a week interviewing great people. Usually those people have already been guests on the podcast, but this one has not. His name is Larry Long Jr. He has he is an incredible gentleman. He's going to talk about mindset, motivation, inspiration, sales, even sports. I just loved his energy so much. I wanted to share it with you. Enjoy my conversation from LinkedIn Live with Larry Long Jr. Oh my goodness, Larry. <laughs> what is, what is up? going on, Mark? Oh, my goodness. It is gorgeous here in Houston, Texas. I got the window open, so I'm really hoping that my dog doesn't see a squirrel outside because you'll hear it live on LinkedIn. Uh, welcome to LinkedIn Live. We're also on YouTube and Facebook. I'm Mark Stuchowski, better known as MrProductivity.com. Mr. Productivity, if you want my top five productivity tips, go right there, Mr productivity.com. You are in for a treat today. Before I tell you who my guest is, I mean, you could see him. You can read. I mean, you're not. Come on. Let's be weary. But uh, if you can hear us and see us, please let us know in the comments. A lot of people, for reasons I don't understand, they watch, but they don't want to comment. Look at I, I, Larry doesn't bite. Okay. I promise you, Larry won't make fun of you. So let us know where you're tuning in from. Okay. Let us know in the comments. Really appreciate it. Larry, Larry, Larry. I'm so glad you're here. You, we had a conversation before we started. Now, I've never talked to you before we did the pre, the pre, uh, pre-setting and recording, whatever you want to call it. But you are an optimistic, happy guy. I can tell you love life. So, if you were to tell a stranger who you were and what you do, what would you tell them? Oh goodness! Well, you are a stranger, like you said. We we haven't talked before, so <laughs> allow me to introduce myself. I would say reintroduce myself, but that'd be a misname, misnomer. Yes, Larry Long Jr. Passionate about people, passionate about relationships, passionate about helping people to accomplish whatever it is that they want to accomplish in their life, in their business. A lot of my focus has been in sales, but also I can give you some tips. If you're trying to get your baseball swing right, play a little <laughs> bit of baseball, you used to own a baseball academy, I can help you out there as well. But I, I'm just, I, I love life. I love people. I love having the opportunity to help people accomplish their goals. So that's, that kind of sums it up. I've been around <laughs> the world a little bit. I've had, I've had a lot of different experiences, life experiences, business experiences, and I feel like that qualifies me to share some insights to help folks. I love it. When I asked Larry, what do you want to talk about? He said, well, mindset, motivation, inspiration, sales, sports, whatever. So I don't know what we're going to talk about in the next 30 or 40 minutes, but I guarantee you, you will be entertained. So I want to start with sports because 
you know, something happened. I don't know if you heard about it or not, Larry. This COVID-19 thing happened, and they shut yeah. sports down in March. And then uh, the Stanley Cup Finals just wrapped up last night in the bubble in Canada. And the NBA is in Disney World in the bubble. And now the Tennessee Titans have eight COVID course cases. They played the Minnesota Vikings, and now they don't think Tennessee and Minnesota are going to play this weekend, so my Texans won't play. Which being 0 3 is probably going to be a good thing not to play this weekend. Just saying. Um, so a lot of stuff's going around. And I want to, here's my question for you because you did bring up sports earlier. Do you think anyone like Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup last night? Whoever wins the, 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 the baseball championship, the World Series, if you will, football, do you think they're going to have an asterisk next to their in the like Wikipedia? No, nah, because every, everyone is, is still playing. I'm, I just played golf over the weekend. Well, golf played me and it was wet, <laughs> but everyone played in the wet conditions. And actually one of the guys in my, in, in the group in front of me, uh, got a hole in one, his second hole in one. Wow. He's, he's 60 plus years old, never had a hole in one in his life, had one on Labor Day and then had one on Sunday as well. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Wow. But, but no asterisk because sport everyone's everyone's going through the same condition so I, I work for a company we sell software to elite athletic teams I'm on the college side so colleges universities and if you rewind back Mark I remember it was that Friday the 13th March 13th when everything <laughs> got shut down yeah. the Ivy League I think it was Wednesday the 11th they shut down their their uh, conference tournament and I remember on Twitter, everyone was up in arms. How dare they shut down? The seniors won't have the experience of March Madness. And then the NBA had the whole Rudy Gobert where he was touching all the microphones. Yeah, that was the weird. NBA shut it down. The <laughs> next day, it was like dominoes, ACC, yep. SEC, Big Ten, Big 12. It was like boom, 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 boom. Everything shut down. And it was like, wow, we're going to be in this thing for two weeks, a month at the longest. And now... Six plus months later, we're like, oh, is this thing ever going to end? And it looks like we're trying to make a return, but no one really knows. Mm -hmm. I'm holding my breath saying, I hope we can get through a college football season. I hope yeah. we can get through the NFL season safely. That for me is safely. It's no one's life is worth it is worth sport. I, I, I just that's what I fundamentally believe. But I also understand the financial implications, which doesn't make it right, but I understand. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is uh, I will tell you, I will make a prediction. We will get on the other side of COVID-19. I don't know when, yes. but we will get on the other side because they didn't think the Spanish flu of 1918 would ever end, and it did end, okay? It will come to an end. Now, you told me something very interesting before we hit record. I'm sorry, before we started the broadcast, that you're a cousin of Tiger Woods. So yeah. I thought this is hysterical. So tell me about that. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. You can't tell. I'm I'm Caucasian, just like Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. It, it's a joke. So I am Larry hitted in the wood. <laughs> and uh, when I play golf, yeah, I'm I'm nowhere close to Tiger, but I'm definitely in the woods. It's funny. I was supposed to be going to the Masters, the uh, the Wednesday practice round this year. And uh, this pandemic, COVID-19, said, sorry, son, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so since, I don't know if you've ever seen the Michael Jordan crying emoji. That's pretty much the face that I got. Uh, I'm crying. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I, I seen a couple players talk about it, like on, on, on the apps on the, on the iPhone, whatever. And they say, you know, it's 
it's weird playing with no fans because yeah. that's what gets you, you know, excited. Like three seconds ago in the game, you're down by four. You hit to hit the three point and get whatever. And it's like, it's really weird because now some NFL cities have fans. I guess Cleveland had some, uh, Kansas city had them, but most of the league have no fans. And it's really weird. I can't imagine if I was a player to be on the field, to be like, well, is this practice? Cause I watched, uh, my, I like the Notre Dame fighter fighting Irish football team. Okay? okay. And they have, they have fans in there, but they're so separated. It's like, they don't make as much noise as possible. Like from a, from a player's perspective, it's gotta be very weird. It's a whole different atmosphere, but once again, it's that adjustment. So NBA in the bubble, I imagine it's got to seem like it's kind of the, uh, off season or preseason where it's just kind of like scrimmage games, but these games are for all the marbles. They're playing yeah. for a real deal. Same thing with baseball. You talked about ice hockey, just had the championship. Uh, it's definitely a unique environment. Football, they've got limited fans spaced out the noise. Uh, but that pretty much sums up 2020. When yep. you think about it, Mark, yep. we've all had to make adjustments. We've all gotten Shake well, I can't speak for everyone else, but I know my world has been shaken up, it's been flipped upside down, it's been stirred. And essentially, you've got to be flexible, adaptable, make the adjustments, and really roll with the punches. Yeah. And you know, one of the things you want to talk about is mindset. And there's two predominantly mindsets I see here. Okay. I see people who are going, oh man. What am I going to do? I'm going to curl up in the ball, suck my thumb, binge watch Netflix. I'm going to wait till the thing ends. And there's other people saying, hey, listen, like me personally, I lost a lot of clients in the beginning of COVID because people lost their jobs and they had to feed their families to keep a roof over their head. I could have said, oh, man, this is horrible. Or I decided to do it. Brendan Burchard and Gary Vaynerchuk and everybody else did. They said, look, at, I'm just going to keep showing up every day. I'm going to st- keep serving people. I'm going to keep being the best person I can. And I think what's going to happen is when this thing blows over, the people who are like, oh, man, oh, 2020 was horrible. They're going to wake up and the COVID's going to go away. And they're going to like look way in the way down the road. They're going to see all the people like you and me who are, who are showing up every day and like, how come they're so far ahead of us? That's because while you were binge watching Netflix, we were working. So true. And you talked about two things that I love, the power of mindset, as well as the perspective, and then the power of choice. Mm-hmm. Everyone, when they wake up, they have the choice to do what you and I are doing. So, I mean, I wish I could call myself Mr. Productivity, but you've already got that name <laughs> uh, branded, uh, hopefully <laughs> trademarked, but essentially... I've been using this time to build relationships, mm-hmm. build skills. I actually launched a business. So I have a full-time job at Teamworks, but I've launched my own business, Larry Long Jr. Enterprises, providing motivation, inspiration, sales, keynote speaking, coaching, training, consulting, helping others. I'm a big believer. Martin Luther King Jr. has a quote, and I I might mess it up, but it, it pretty much goes to the effect of life's most urgent and persistent question is, what are you doing to help others? So mm-hmm. if you ask, if any of us ask that question, I woke up this morning, what am I doing to help someone else out? If you're able to answer that, I can tell you your life will more than likely be fulfilled right here, which is what it's all about. Some people, they chase after the money. I've met plenty of people that have plenty of money, but aren't happy. 
Mm. They're not fulfilled. And yeah. that's a, it's a shame because money can't buy it. Money certainly helps to have the resources. I'm not going to lie there. But if you're not fulfilled, if you're not enjoying the relationships that you have and you don't have great, solid, rooted relationships, life is tough. Life mm. is a four-letter word. Yeah. Golf is a four-letter word. Sales is not a four-letter word. And that's actually my keynote speech. Uh, sales is not a, four, uh, a four-letter a four word. You know, I'm surprised that you would be a motivational speaker because you have no energy at all. <laughs> I hear that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I knew I was going to like you because you got a lot of energy and you're also a member of the Chrome Dome Club. So I respect anyone, man or woman, if you are a member of the Chrome Dome Club, I love it. That's the first I've heard. Chrome Dome. This is not by choice. I can tell you that. (laughs) My hairline kept receding and receding. And eventually my wife, being the wise one, said, you you might want to just let it go, baby. You might just want (laughs) to... Well, it's interesting is uh, I I started shaving my head in 2003, 17 years ago. I'm like a Chia pet. I've got to shave my head every single day. You'd think after 17 years, the body would go, you know, he keeps shaving us every day. Why don't we just stop growing and and make my life a lot easier? But it takes me just as long in the shower as it takes my wife. She's got long hair. But, you know, with a razor, you, you can't, like, be too quick because... You know, you, there's the blood that comes out of your skin if you nick it. So, been there, done that before. You've got to be very delicate. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So now let's talk about. We talked about mindset. We talked about motivational and inspiration, and you touched on sales. You know, when I became an entrepreneur in 2005, after I got fired from my my job, my day job. I was always thinking that sales was a career. And then I started following people like Grant Cardone and Gary Vaynerchuk and stuff like that. And everyone is a salesman or saleswoman from birth. And I think the best sales people in the world are kids. You look in the store. Remember, we used to go to the store. You have, you have kids and in this toy section. The yep. kids, I've got to be the best salespeople in the world. Would you agree with that? Because they have no, they, they don't take no for an answer. I definitely do. Very persistent. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned those names. My definition of sales is a little bit unique. Uh, and and I, I learned this from one of my colleagues, James Sill. But what he said is sales is playing matchmaker. You're mm-hmm. matching your product, your service, your thoughts and or ideas with someone else's needs, wants, desires, challenges, hopes, dreams, aspirations. And if you're able to make that match, you're selling. So I equate selling with helping. Uh, so many times sales get such a negative rap and people mm-hmm. look at it like a four letter word. Sales is not a naughty word. And the reason why is because they've had experiences or they've heard experiences or they've seen where it could be the used car salesperson yes. who's just a slickster ready to do a deal. They don't care about helping you. They don't yeah. care. They, they care about themselves and commission breath is just strong. Ah, they just got commission breath. It's the person when, when we were allowed to go to the mall, the mall kiosk person that wants to squirt the lotion in yep. your hand. It's like, no, I'm not Ashy Larry today. I moisturized. I don't need your lotion. Now, if you have something to make my hair super tiny, now we can talk, but I don't need to moisturize my hands. I'm not ashy. My elbows, I'm good for today. Maybe tomorrow. 
<laughs> You're hysterical. You know, I want to, I want to tell you something that I learned. Um, you know, number one, the big part of me for sales is active listening. So prime example, like my coaching is not cheap. Okay. It's really expensive. And when COVID hit, people were, you know, saying, man, you know, Mark, I can't afford you. I, I just can't afford you. So I started thinking, I said, how can I serve my clients and, 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 but at a, a better price point. So I happen to have a guest on my show a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. And he was telling me how he does a lot of his coaching digitally, like on the phone. And he told me how he does his coaching. So I created what's known as a digital productivity coaching program. It's only 29 bucks a month and you don't get direct access to me. Like we don't get on a zoom call or a phone call or something like that, but you can ask me questions. And the people that uh, are on it love it. They're like, Oh my gosh, it's the greatest thing ever. Cause who doesn't take their phone with them? And so what I did is I took, I, I listened to what they needed. I, I knew that they couldn't afford my big price point because I would never want someone to go into debt to pay for my coaching. And I provided something and I believe the sales comes to serving. Like I, my, my uh, LinkedIn has gotten really big. I'm you know, not as much as you. I only have 9,600 followers, which seems small to you, but I'm growing my LinkedIn, like especially the last three, four months by serving people, by showing up on live or posting content or LinkedIn stories. I believe the best way to sale is to serve people instead having of that, having that servant mindset. Yeah. So many people are just saying, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk wrote a book about jab, 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 right hook, which means give, 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 then ask for the sale. So many people out there on LinkedIn, you seen them, they're like, Oh, sign up for my course, buy my course, buy my course, buy my book, buy my book. It's like, I don't even know you. We have no relationship and people are not very rarely are going to buy something, especially at a higher price point if they don't know you. So true. And you know what I call those people? Me monsters. <laughs> Me monsters. That's all. I mean, essentially, when when you wake up in the morning, you have a choice and some people choose. I'm going to use my time on this earth to take, 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 take as much as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, there's others that look to give, 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 give. Eric Thomas, E.T., very similar to Gary V., talks about give, 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 ask, Mm -hmm. give, give, give. Ask. I guess Gary uses the boxing analogy. I'm not. I'm not a big Mike Tyson punch out, but uh, yeah, it's the same concept. Essentially, you've got to make deposits before you even earn the opportunity to make a withdrawal. It's kind of like the bank, yeah. and I've got plenty of experience of going to the bank trying to make a withdrawal, and they said, "Sorry, Larry, you ain't got no money in here." <laughs> if I come to you, Mark, and I haven't given you anything, you're going to give me the same line. Sorry, Larry. You ain't got no money. A hundred percent. And I, I, I wish people would understand that because um, Gary said something. Uh, this is Tuesday, right? It was last over the weekend. He posted something on LinkedIn and I really love it. He says, the reason why I'm so happy is I have zero expectations of others. And yeah. listen to that again. I am so happy because I have zero expectations of others. When I am commenting on someone's post on LinkedIn, or I'm leaving a post or creating a live. And I know you're doing the same thing on this live. You're, you're doing it because you want to do it. You're not, you're not hoping that you're on my live and you make a, a sale later. You're doing it out of the kindness of your heart, of your heart. And the most successful people I know, they give because they want to give, they give from the right motion, uh, motivation. So many people are like, well, if I give to Larry, he'll give to me. No, that's not how you're supposed to approach it. Right. 
Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out my website, MrProductivity.com, for the date of my next live training to get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Yep, so true. People, they can smell BS from a mile away, yes. Mark. Yes. They can tell whether whether you're genuine or whether you're full of it. Mm-hmm. So you're not fooling anybody, okay. even though you might think you are. People can tell whether you're genuine. Do you really care? You made a comment earlier about followers, and that's a vanity metric. I don't get caught yes. up in followers. Yes. What I get caught up in is am I making a real impact on people's lives? Yes. And it's not necessarily I want to impact as many people as I can with a true impact. So if I just connect with, let's say, 70,000 people at a surface level, I would rather connect with three people at a deeper level. And that's what I'm doing each and every day, meeting new folks, figuring out how can I help you? How can I serve you? Is there anything that I've learned? Because you can learn two ways. You can learn from mistakes, which I've got dents in my head from all the mistakes that I've made and having a bald head, I can't hide it. It's not like I can put makeup on or you can learn from mentors. And yeah. early in my career, I wanted to be a hero. I And I still am challenged with dropping the ego. Hey, Larry, you don't need to be a hero. You don't need to do it all on your own. Mm-hmm. There's people out there that want to help you, but you've got to be open to helping. If you're like, I got it all on my own, Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm -hmm. So essentially for me, I've been blessed and fortunate to have learned from mistakes and mentors. It's my responsibility to pay that back to others that are in need for folks that are new in their career, for folks that are transitioning in their career, for folks that are launching a business. I've been there. I've launched a, a, a failed business and now I'm in the process of hopefully launching and running a successful business. I've got some I've got some tales to tell, some lessons that I've learned that I'm willing to impart on others. And if that's your main core is helping others, you can't go wrong. You can. Yeah. And and there's no need to reinvent the wheel. I mean, whether you want to follow Grant Cardone or, or Gary Vaynerchuk or Brendan Burchard or Tony Robbins, whatever, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. Go learn from somebody who already made the mistakes for you. Yep. And instead of you know, taking 20 years, you pay like a thousand, five hundred, two thousand dollars, and you can learn quicker. But there's a certain segment of our world population that goes, Well, no, I think it's more honorable to learn it myself. And I'm like, Why are you going to take all that time? People want to get helped by you, but if you're going to be stubborn and go, No, I'm not going to get help from anybody, I'm just going to figure out my own, that's going to take time. And so when you get a mentor, you're shaving off years off the off your time. And people don't yep. stop and think about that. So true. And I think I mentioned it to you earlier uh, during our preview, our little warm up, getting ready. Common sense. Yes. Ain't all too common, unfortunately. Yep. So it, 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 it is what it was. Kind of like my golf game. When I when I actually hit a green in regulation, my uh my, my golf buddies, their eyes light up. They're like, uh oh, <laughs> what is he going to do now? Is he going to three putt or is he going to four putt? And then, uh-oh, is he going to throw his club? Is he going to break his club? They're like, oh, we're in for something. He's going to do something memorable. It's kind of like this year. It is what it was. So much of life is how you react to the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I can't control, and I don't think many of us can control everything. No. But there's, there's four things that we can control. And it's funny because the acronym is EAT. 
and I love to eat. You don't know me, Mark, but I'm down 17 pounds in the last, I think it's been, uh, yeah, it's day 14. Okay. Uh, actually, no, no, it's day 21. My wife and I did a 10-day green smoothie cleanse, and we've kept it going. So I've been losing weight, but I love to eat. I love to grow. <laughs> but eat stands for I can control my emotions. Mm. I can control my actions and my attitude, and I can control how I treat other people. Yes. Out of that, and it's kind of like what Gary Vee said, I'm so happy because I don't have any expectations of anyone else. Life is good because <laughs> I choose to make it good. Life is great because I choose to make it great. I think the movie was, uh, I don't know if it was Goodwill Hunting or I don't know. The saying goes, Carpe Diem, seize the day. It was the yes. Robin Williams movie. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I can't remember the name, but if you're not Carpe Dieming, and I, I took Latin in high school. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't know how, how you apply Latin in real life, but Carpe Diem, seize the day. If not, you're wasting your time. Yep. And I took Latin in high school, too. And I can remember two things from my Latin days. Quantum est tempestat sodiae, which means how is the weather today? I can't answer that question, by the way, which is really interesting. And the other one is quid est, which is how are you? Again, I can't answer that question. So two things I learned in Latin in high school from 1983, I graduated. It's a dead language. But to your point, carpe diem, I wake up every day and I can tell you do as well. I wake up every day excited for what the day has in store. And I know so many people and I know you do as well. Uh, uh, Larry, that they wake up and it's like, oh, it's time to wake up. And he, oh, man. Oh, and they're like, why aren't you excited? You woke up today. You could have died during your sleep. You woke up. And I'm like, I am excited every single day. Doesn't matter what the season is. Doesn't matter how I feel. Doesn't matter if it's raining or if it's cold out. It doesn't matter. But so many people, and I think the reason why people wake up and they're not happy is because they haven't taken the time and say, what do I want to do with my life? Because like everyone knows you only get one life. Okay. I hope that's not breaking news. Anyone you get one life and you may not be doing what you want to do right now, but here's my question for you. What are you doing to figure out what that is you want to do for the rest of your life? Are you doing anything? Are you exposing yourself to new situations, reading new books, meeting new people? Uh, Charlie tremendous Jones has this great saying in five years, You'll be the same person you are today, except for the books you read and the people you meet. So who are you meeting and what books you're reading? So true. I love it. And you you nailed it when you talked about YOLO. You only live once. Mm -hmm. And we're on a yo-yo right now. We're going up and we're going down. <laughs> it's a choice, Mark. You make the choice. And for me, uh, any day that I'm six feet above ground, and actually, let's keep it real, I'm five foot nine and that's rounding up. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little dude. But any day that I'm five foot nine above ground, Versus six feet underground, yes, a blessing. And, and and I make a choice to focus on what am I fortunate for, what am I grateful for? My family, my wife, my kids, my health, uh, the ability to be able to think clearly. I mean, there's so much. The you talked about a beautiful day. I'm looking at the woods, the 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 nature, the ability to move my body and still catch a football and kind of throw a football with my son. I mean, there's so much that we all have to be fortunate for, but it's a choice of where you want to focus your time, your attention, mm. and your energy. If I really wanted to get myself down, I would just turn on the TV and watch the news. Yep. I, 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 I refuse to watch the news. My wife is my updates on what's going on bad <laughs> in this world. Because you watch the news and it's bad news. Very yes. rarely do you hear about the good stuff 
and the great stuff that's going on all around us, which it's a shame. Yes. Oh, and, and I found it out. Uh, it came back. Dead Poet Society. Okay. That okay. I okay. stand corrected. <laughs> okay. And you are standing. Um, no, are you standing or sitting? I'm sitting down, but uh, here. Yeah, if, I, if I stand up, I might break the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask this question. This is a question I ask a lot of people on my podcast. What do you know now? February, uh, February, hello, September 29, 2020. Uh, what do you know now that you wish you knew a number of years ago? Let's go back to when you, your late teens. What do you, if you can go back and tell yourself, hey, listen, knucklehead, let me, let me save you some aggravation over your lifetime. Here are some lessons you're going to learn. Let me tell you to you now. What would you tell yourself? Yeah, there's two, there's two major things. So back in my teenage years, I had some athletic ability and I was talking to someone yesterday. They said, what's the difference between being confident and being cocky? And I said, I'm living proof of it. I was cocky. I knew it all. I had it all figured out. Kind of like my son. He just turned 11. You can't tell him none. He's got it all figured out. But the great thing is, is that I know that things are seeping in because there's, there's, there's little changes where he's listening and he comes off like, Oh, I'm okay, dad. But then he actually makes the adjustment. I wish I had learned that earlier in my career and in my life that, hey, you don't know it all and that's okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask people, hey, can you give me some advice? Hey, I'm waving the white flag. Can you give me help? That doesn't diminish you as a person. So it ties into the mentors and I've got a ton of mini mentors. I've only got three main mentors, Mark Winchester, my mom, and my wife are my main mentors. But the mini mentors, the list goes on and on. And I've got mentors for different uh, areas, different seasons, uh, different topics. And I'm not afraid to call on them at any time because I've made deposits. If I hadn't made a deposit, and if the only time I went to them was when I needed something, then that would be a different story. But I've got a, a growth, a servant mindset and just servant action. There's a saying that goes, your actions speak so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. And yep. you talked about the key to sales being listening. It was by design. It was no mistake that we've been blessed with two ears mm -hmm. and one mouth. And that yep. means we should be doing twice the amount of listening as yep. we are talking. And I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> hey, Larry, when you're talking, you're just regurgitating the trash and the stuff that you already know. When you shut the heck up and listen, that's when you might learn something. And mm. I mean, really listen, not the listening yep. that I used to do and sometimes still do with my wife where it goes in <laughs> one ear, out the other. Don't tell <laughs> nobody else, but I'm going to keep it real. But the real <laughs> listening where you're listening, not to respond, but you're listening to understand understand the viewpoint, the motivation, and the real nitty gritty of what someone is communicating and sharing with you, which takes work. It, it takes work. It doesn't come mm. easy to most of us. Yeah. I, I want to I wanna thank you for bringing up about your wife as a mentor. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to my wife with an idea. She's not an entrepreneur. Okay. And I'll say, does this make sense to you? Or she'll read a, a sales page on my website or she'll read my email marketing sequence. I go, does this, does this make sense to you? And it's amazing because she is not in the business and she can go, well, why are you doing this and this? And I'm like, and first I used to get upset. Well, that's just the way it is. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Wait, she's looking at it like a, a brand new prospect. Yes. And if she's got questions, 
then my prospects are going to have questions. So I, I think people need to stop and listen to what you say, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a, a mom or dad or a grandfather or someone in your family, your household, run things by them and say, hey, just curious, what do you think about X, Y, and Z? Does this make sense to you? Because if they go, huh? Then you might want to, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You may go back. Wait a minute, because if you if someone doesn't understand, if your family doesn't understand, well, the world's not going to understand either. So tap into those mentors, those mini mentors that you said uh, in your household, whether it's a spouse or a, a sister, it doesn't matter. So true, and I love what you said in terms of asking the question and questions. Tony Robbins, he's got a quote. Now I'm not very good with my quotes, but I know the gist of it. He says something to the effect of the most successful people are successful because they ask the tough questions. Mm-hmm. And in asking the tough questions, they get the tough answers. Yep. I can tell you in sales, so many times we like to take the path of least resistance <laughs> where we ask the, the, the cupcake questions that we know are going to give us a yes. We're not going to ask the tough question of, hey, Mark, if I'm able to deliver value, will we be working together on October 1st? And then listening for not just what you say, but how you say it and digging deeper with more questions, peeling back the onion so that we can now get deep instead of just asking all these surface level questions that don't really allow us to either move forward or even better yet, not move forward at all because it's just not that right match. Whether it's timing, whether it's priorities, it's our responsibility to ask those questions in sales, in business and in life. And I've got a great question for all your listeners. I see that we've got South Africa represented. Hey, what's going on, Candy? Essentially, the question is, what are you doing? Like you said, Mark, not what are you thinking? What are you dreaming? What are you hoping? What are you doing to help others? But also, what are you doing to help yourself? It starts with you. When you fly, when we were able to fly, they always tell you, put your oxygen mask on first. Yep. Or you try to put the oxygen on anyone else. And that's so important. If you're not right, mind, body, and soul, it's going to be tough to help anyone else to get right. Absolutely. And, you know, when people do not spend, I would say, at least an hour in personal development a day, I don't care if you're reading a book, if you're listening to uh, a podcast, a course, whatever, you need to be getting better every single day. You should be better today than you were yesterday, but not as good as tomorrow. And when I see people go, I don't have time, like you don't have time to improve yourself. Really? What are you doing? Well, I watch five hours of TV. Okay, let's stop right there. Okay. How about watching four hours of TV and spending one hour reading? So we all have the time. See, as a productivity guy, I don't like when people say, oh, I don't have time. Every person on this planet, Larry, you know this, we all have 24 hours. Why does Grant Cardone and Gary Vaynerchuk get so much stuff done? They have the same 24 hours. They don't have more time than you do. They prioritize what they want to get done. And I tell people, I don't want to hear you don't have time because I guarantee you, if I shadowed you, the people who tell me I don't have any time, if I shadow them for 24 hours, I find out where a lot of time is going. It's probably social media. And I don't mean posting to serve. I mean, consuming maybe YouTube, Netflix. So there's plenty of time. So I don't want to hear you don't have time for personal development. You do have time. That's right. You said it. Priorities. If I look at your calendar and your schedule, show me where you spend your time. I can tell you where your priorities are. Yep. So essentially, do you have it aligned and are you spending your time aligned with your priorities, whether it's your faith, 
whether it's your family, your fitness. I like to throw in fun, your finances, your career, your philanthropy. I mean, I can go on in terms of priorities. And there's some things, friends, there's some things that might have to fall below the line. But that's a choice that you have to make because you can't do it all. It's kind of like the buffet. When buffets were open, I don't. I think they're going to have to get creative in order to open up buffets again. Yeah, uh, just because of the droplets and yeah, yep. the uh, situation that we're in today. But essentially, it's like the buffet of uh, you can't do it all and you can't do it all well. If you try to do it all, it's going to be a, a bit of a uh, a bit of a cluster. Whereas mm-hmm. if you specialize and you say, "Hey, my main focus is on these four things, and I'm yep. going to do them well." The other stuff is just going to have to, it's important, but it's not important and urgent. So that's a personal choice that your listeners, your viewers have to make and figure out what are my priorities and am I spending my time relative to what those priorities are? And I'm a big fan of notes. I love taking notes. You should notate and you should document what are your priorities why are those your priorities? And then what are you going to do to make sure that you show the, the, the necessary time, attention and resource to those priorities? Man, I'm going to end it right there because that was gold. It was fire. It was I'm telling you what he just said. OK, if you missed it, go watch this. View, go watch this again. This was incredible. Now. This is your website. Well, not your website. This is your company's website. As he's swinging the pink bat over there, um, teamworks.com. And they can also connect with you on LinkedIn as well. Yes, I, I'm uh, very active on LinkedIn. Uh, I love meeting new people. I love learning from new people. And I love helping all people. So holla at your boy, Larry Long Jr. You can't miss my mug. I, I've got the face for radio. <laughs> So there's no mistake in me uh, on LinkedIn. I would love to connect. You know, what's funny is you, I think I saw you comment on a post and then I went to your profile and I'm like, oh man, I got to hit him on my, on my LinkedIn live. And so I just reached out to you and here you are. So, you know, don't assume someone's going to say no, just ask the worst they're going to do is say no. And Larry said, yes. And here he is. So go check out teamworks.com. And before we go, I have two favors to ask everyone, even you, Larry, soon as this is done, once you like comment and share this live, why that tells LinkedIn, Hey, we got to show some more people because Larry was on fire today. I mean, good thing he had no hair could have been burned off. He was on fire delivering tons of value. So do that. And then I would love for you to go to my website, mrproductivity.com. You can get my top five productivity tips for free. Find out about the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Find out about my new course, not a course, digital productivity coaching. It's all at mrproductivity.com. Larry, this has been a ton of fun. You are one heck of a nice guy. You are full of energy. I love people who have energy. When people are just going through life, like, uh, remember Winnie the Pooh? There was Eeyore, there was, there was Winnie the Pooh, and there's Tigger. I'm more of like a Tigger, and I see a lot of people that are like Eeyore. It's like, don't be an Eeyore, okay? Don't be an Eeyore. Love life. Wake up every day, like you said, Larry, excited for the day. When you get out of bed, go, Woohoo! I can't wait for this day. Don't sit there and go, oh, it's time to make the donuts like that uh, Dunkin' Donuts commercial that some people have seen. I remember it's uh, there's so many folks that are walking dead and it's yes. unfortunate. And essentially, if there's anything I can do to shake you out of that rut, 
give you inspiration, give you motivation, work with you on a plan to uh, improve your situation, happy to help. And you're absolutely right. We have the choice. Uh, It's our choice. Make it a great day. Make it a great week. Make it a great year. It's your choice. No is woe is me. We always want to, so many times people want to blame, oh, it's it's this fault and that. No, it's on you, that person in the mirror. That's yep. what's holding you back. That's what's stopping you. Stop the excuses. Make it happen. I love it. And Candy, thank you so much for watching this live. She has been like watching my lives for like a week straight. I really appreciate you. And Candy, just before we go, don't thank forget to register I know for my October 16th training. There's probably the other people watching, but and Candy how was brave enough routines. to go in the you comments. Can either really click the link it. here so, in the Larry, show notes for this so podcast much. episode, awesome or you day, can sir. click the banner of my you. website, mrproductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.